The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, you may have seen that a rare horticultural event took place in Adelaide over the weekend. The so-called corpse flower bloomed. They bloom for just a few hours. They can do it as infrequently as once a decade. And when they do, it really stinks. Matt Coulter is horticultural curator at the Botanic Gardens in Adelaide. Afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Sean. How are you going today? Uh, Not too bad. So the, the, the Titan Arum, where is it native to? So it's endemic to the Indonesian island of Sumatra, so it's the only place in the world that it occurs, native to Sumatra in Indonesia. Right, okay. And, and so is, is it an endangered species? Yes, it definitely is endangered. So in 2018 on the IUCN red list of endangered species, it, it, it was upgraded from being vulnerable to, to being endangered now, so there's probably less than a thousand plants left in the wild. And why, why did it become endangered? Oh, there's a few reasons. One, one reason is that it has a very long leading time to flower, so it can be anywhere from 7 to 15 years, and then it has one night that it actually can get pollinated after that time frame. But the other problem is, um, is through uh, forest degradation for the planting of oil, um, palm oil plantations where they're getting bulldozed out. So they're, they're the two main reasons. It was probably quite a, a rare plant to start off with, but, yeah, because it's, it's not conserved well... That it is, um, it, is in, it is quite an endangered species. Right. So, the, the, was it several flowers that then that bloomed at the weekend, or just the one? No, it's just the one. Um, but uh, we've got quite a large collection now, and this is um, flower number twelve in the last six years for us. And it's quite a rare event to actually bring one into flower. But yeah, we've we've been quite excited in the last five to six years. There's actually been quite a few of them into flower. But yeah, this this last one was um, it just yeah it's still up at the moment and it started flowering on uh, Sunday and it's usually just a, a two to three day event once it starts to open. Um, yeah, and it's it's a really an amazing plant to actually see in in person. It's really amazing. And so this plant, what when was the last time it flowered, or has it flowered before? This one is the first time it's flowered. So we've been growing this plant for the last 10 years. Uh, we propagated it by leaf cutting 10 years ago, and um, this is the first time it's actually flowered. So um, we have quite a few plants in our collection. We started our collection about 16 years ago with three seeds, and um, in 2013 we set up a propagation trial to see where we could propagate it by leaf cutting, which proved to be very successful. So um, we have... From our original seed germination, uh, we have uh, six large plants, which we've all flowered. And this is the first flowering of our um, ones that we actually propagated back in 2013. So it was very exciting for us. Okay. And do you know in advance that it's going to flower? Are there any any indications that this year might be the year? No. So basically what what happens all above ground is all annual. So the age of the plants below the soil. So everything... Above the soil, it happens annually. So whether it's a flower or a leaf, it has like a giant leaf that can get four metres tall when it's not a flower. But when the bud comes out of the tuber, the the leaf and the flower can look um, very similar. But after about two or three weeks of growth, we can sort of tell by the shape of the bud that's going to be a flower. So usually about um, about three to four weeks out before it's going to be a flower, we can actually tell that, that this one will be a flower. But... Um, that's about the only time frame we can tell. It's mm. about three to four weeks before it flowers. And when it does flower, from what I understand, this is something you, you see it growing in real time. Yeah, it's quite amazing. So it stays 
shut for quite a while. And then when it's ready to open, it has this like clock where it's sort of between 12 p.m. and, and 2 p.m. it'll actually start to open. And as it starts to open, you can actually see it waver. And you sort of, if you, and within like um, five or ten minutes, you can actually see it move. And it's quite amazing. So once it starts, once it starts to open, um, within about three to four hours, the um, the whole part open because it needs to be opened by the, the night time so actually it can get pollinated. So, yeah, it's quite amazing just to sit there and watch it. Yeah, and, and the odour it emits. Now, presumably this is to kind of attract pollinators, but how would you describe that odour and how strong is it? Yeah, so it's uh, it's like a like a dead animal smell, but it's a whole range of different smells. Like you have this sort of dead dead animal or rotting fish sort of smell, but it also has like um, a smelly cheese, fermentation sort of smell. But the interesting thing about the smell is it actually pushes away from the flower, like well, it actually pulses. And um, sometimes you could be further away from the flower to actually smell it. And then every sort of thirty to sixty seconds, it sends a pulse into the air. And, um, yeah, it's, um, it's all about pollination. Um, it has that one night that it can get pollinated, but it has to, can't self-pollinate. So it has to get pollen from a different flower, which could be two or three kilometres away. So it actually needs to push the smell out to the forest to actually attract the pollinators to actually bring the pollen to it to get pollinated. And it only has that one night. The first night that it opens is the only night that it can actually get pollinated. Yeah, no wonder it's so rare. And so in the botanic gardens, were there particular insects that you had on hand, so to speak, to to aid with the pollination? Yeah, we can't actually, you actually need two flowers. So you need like a day one flower, and then you need another um, flower that have to be at day two or day three for the insects to pollinate it. So no, no one's ever been able to actually do self-pollination in cultivation. So what you, you do if you want to actually produce seed, you have to store the pollen from one year and then when it flowers the next time you actually need to do hand pollination by dabbing the pollen onto the female flowers and so hopefully in the future with our collection because we've got such a large collection now that um, one day when we've got two you know like two three or four flowers happening at once you might be able to get that natural pollination which would be yeah it's really exciting for us to be able to achieve if we could do it. Mm. Now this plant now will it ever flower again or or will there just be a long wait and you don't really know when it might happen? Yeah so because this was a a smallish flower so standing still standing at 1.3 meters so but um, unless they actually produce seed then they can they can flower again so this plant will probably go through another three to five years of growing before it will flower again. But if it was a bigger flower, then we, we could almost bring them back into flower in about two to three years' time. But in the wild, if they actually produce seed, then the tuber then dies because it actually produces the seed for the next generation. But if they don't flower, then you can actually keep growing them and, and flowering them again. Mm. Are there any of them left in the wild at this point? There are, the, yes, they, they do still occur in the wild, but yeah, they're very difficult to, to see. You'd have to probably trek through about eight to ten hours through the forest to see them. And, and then they very rarely grow together. If you see one flower, they always tend to grow solitary. And then, yeah, kilometers away, there may be another one that may be in flower. But yeah, they are very rare to actually see them in, in their natural habitat. Well, I'm sure it was an extraordinary thing to witness. Matt Coulter is horticultural curator at the Botanic Gardens in Adelaide. Matt, thank you very much. Thanks for that. Bye. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.